What? You, you mentioned you were up at Snowbird. Uh, are we starting? I thought we were already going. Oh, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I Because uh, I have music running right now, so I need to turn off the music. Hold on. All right. I mean, I, okay, wait, so we haven't <laughs> started that. <laughs> the uh, the joke is, you know, when you go to a place and you, you know, rent a car and act like you stole it, because if you get renter's insurance, then it doesn't really matter. I don't know if that's th- if that's true. Is that true? Like, if you pay the extra renter's insurance when you rent a car from uh, Enterprise sure or Hertz, it's not that simple. Because like everyone makes it seem so simple. Oh, it's fine. You can crash it into the wall, and y- you paid insurance, so it's totally cool. I'm like, yeah, but what's the deductible? Isn't there one? No, you, I don't know. Like, no one knows. No one seems to know. No one has gone far enough. I he- haven't even gone far enough in figuring out what the uh, like any research with, with that. And it's, it's right, you know. I, I just because because there are certain people that apparently after watching them how they drive in GTA and then they say well this is kind of how I drive in real life I say well if I'm <laughs> if I'm ever gonna visit you I'm not gonna be in your car how are you still alive I've watched I've watched you drive I've I've watched how you go through lights and stuff that's terrifying I've watched you run <laughs> over twelve people just because you were bored. <laughs> Oh, gee. <laughs> Although that was me the other night after I spun the wheel at the casino, but that's a different story. So I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds. Um, and What's that? It is a t- television show. It is a crime drama, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. It's basically about the team at the FBI in a specific subset of the FBI called the BAU, the Behavioral... uh, analysis unit so to solve crimes they don't look at physical evidence they they look at the behavior of uh sociopaths psychopaths uh you know uh uh pedophiles like why do those certain people do certain things and then because of that they can they can put um evidence together they can put together a profile to say okay well we're gonna have all this stuff that basically makes up the vagueness of a person and then the rest of the police squad or whomever it is needs to go out and find who uh best matches this person based off of the behavioral uh profile oh interesting yeah um and because of this, I uh, have decided to go murder people. No, because of this, I um, I, I came came up with this uh, question: If a murderer loses his or her memory, like completely loses his memory, like there there was no way that this person was faking it. Okay. Should they still be held accountable for their actions? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. Oh, that's. Oh man, that's it's tough, tough, right? That's like, not my a... initial reaction is yes. So was mine. But then it's like, well, that's not like because they could get their memory back. That's true. That's true. They 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 could get their memory back. And then the other thought that um, that Aurelia came up with was, um, you know, a drunk driver who uh, doesn't maybe doesn't necessarily remember the act of running somebody over. Right. They still were responsible enough in sound of mind uh, that got them into the car. So right. It, That's it's the yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty much like uh, vehicular manslaughter at that point but not first degree murder. And so if somebody was accused of murder, completely had uh like onset amnesia, could not even remember their own name and through brain scans and other tests, uh it was proved that this person was 
truly telling the truth and they were a completely different person it's it's hard to say like it, it would be easy just to throw the book at them but at the same time this is a completely different person this right. is somebody that but they could revert that's the issue yeah right no i would say <clears throat> maybe give them like a more not a lax sentence by any means but maybe something like like what what are they like a rehab center where it's like they can't leave they are in prison but they like they're not in like a jail cell they have like a a room and stuff where it's okay, like so- hey you you're you're stuck here you have to be here um because of actions that you've done um but we also recognize that you're kind of in a situation where you don't remember those actions so we're kind of trying to make a compromise here yeah so like but you you're, still did the thing. You're, so so your solution would be to still punish them, like not give them their complete freedom, but also not not give them the hardest sentence possible. Right. Which origi- which originally would have been maybe death row, depending on what what you know what state and what the severity of 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 the murder was and all that other stuff. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. Like um, I don't feel like it would. Uh, completely be fair to you know put them in maximum security prison uh but at the same time it's also not fair to us outside the justice system to see that you know like if somebody had murdered my parents and they said i have amnesia all the doctors said yes they have amnesia there's nothing that we can do so we're going to set him free because he's a totally different guy. Last week he was Joe. Today he's Ted. Like that, w- I would not, I would, I would not be, uh, I-, I wouldn't have faith at all in the justice, uh, in the justice system whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so I-, I think putting them in minimum security, you know, or whatever uh, thing that you're uh, cooking up um, makes complete sense. But it's still tough. It's a toughie. No, it's 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 really hard because like the more you think about it, you're like, well, what about? And then uh... I mean, like, what? Okay, so again, because we're, we're we're doing the whole hypothetical here, I think we can all agree Hitler was a bad dude. Um, but what if he lived? And because of all the bombshell, uh, you know, bombs and everything uh, in the bunker, uh, he got amnesia, and he came out. And, you know, at the time, the 1940, you know, 1945, they're able to figure out, okay, he really does have amnesia. Uh, should they, I'm sure they would have executed him. Wouldn't they have? I don't know. W- would we have I done that? I think so. Yeah. I should, think so. So what would we, should, w- would that be like acceptable because of all the things that he had did, he had done up if until you, that point? Well, think about this, like, honestly, like. Think about someone that t- comes comes to you and says, "Hey, I know you don't remember this, but this is the person you are." And imagine being described like, "Hey, you're Hitler. Like Ugh. you caused the deaths of millions of people." Or Pol Pot, yeah. Ah, that's terrible. Yeah, and then no, you and then you're just sitting there, and you're like. I was having a ham and cheese sandwich. I don't. T- I don't understand. What do you mean? I killed all these people. When did I have time for this? Yeah. No. I think. I think you'd almost be like, "Yeah, please get rid of me." If uh, you woke up and found out, "Hey, you've killed millions of people," and here's video of you, like encouraging this behavior and stuff. That's actually not a bad point because I feel like if somebody were truly, like, what's what's the adjective of amnesia? Amnesiac. If someone truly had amnesia, I guess there's no adjective. If someone truly had amnesia, and you said you did all these bad things, and they were like at a loss, I I feel like human uh, need to know who and what they are would surpass the 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 need to i don't know like i don't know if the the fight or flight would uh would would be instated in that i feel like people would say okay 
I really want to know, did I do these things? Like, can you prove right. I did these things? I feel like most people would say that. I'm, I'm sure there'd be a sliver of people like, I don't even want to know. I don't care who I was. All I know is I am what I am now, and I'm going to move forward. However, I might kill people. Yeah. And that just that actually might just be my genetic makeup and my nature or not. I don't know, but I don't care. And I, I think your solution of putting them in like minimum security probably is the best balance that we could possibly get out of this crazy made up situation. Right. No, it's actually funny you ask that because it's it's actually a scenario that um, my me and my destiny team is has been thinking about because there's this uh, there's two characters, Aldrin and Cade. And uh, Cade is a very was a very well known character. He was like the lead, one of the three leaders of the game. Like there's three main uh, leaders, and they all work together. And right. um, Ultron killed Cade. Right. Like cold blood, like just murdered him. Okay. And sad, then sad we times. sad times. Yeah, and yeah, very sad. Everybody loved Cade. It genuinely sucked. Um, and then we murdered Aldrin. Hooray! And now, now if you guys didn't, if you guys didn't know, we like in Destiny, you come back as a guardian. You're you were alive as a normal human, then died, and then were resurrected. Uh, don't we won't go into like the details of how or why, but you you're you're chosen to be resurrected as a guardian, and you are to defend earth and be guardian and do guardian things cool right so aldrin after you murdered him gets resurrected as a guardian now here's the thing is when you're resurrected you have no memory of your past life at all this isn't like an amnesia thing this is like a you are a different person right but you're still you like You're, everyone and their dog is going to recognize you. Well, are are in the game other you know obviously the physical characteristics of the character are still going to be the same. Um, right. What about their mannerisms? As far as I know, no. That you're 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 resurrected. You're who you are now, not who you are then. So, but it's it's that scenario that you're talking about that we've mm-hmm. been thinking about because it's like. Aldrin killed Cade, but yeah, I freaking that's hate the not guy. Aldrin. Yeah, right. it's not. It's like his his uh, not the evil twin. He's the good twin. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the good twin, and everyone's like, yeah, that's that's genuinely like been torn. a thought for us for a while. Of like, uh, so that's gonna be fun. <laughs> well, Hi, uh, you killed my best friend. Um. Well, I didn't, but well. the other guy did. Yeah, right. Like, well, uh, before you stabbed me, hold on. Uh, I didn't. That was the other guy, like, and I don't know him whatsoever. I've, I've, I've seen. The I'd like to reiterate and like to like to make sure you hear very clearly. I didn't. Um, I thought Aurelia made a really uh, not not a good point, but she. she uh, I felt it was very forward thinking, which was which is to say, uh, when I when I asked this question to her, and I and I didn't, I don't think I poised it in the sense of murder, but I asked her the question: If somebody did you wrong in high school, and then you mm. somehow ran into them again, and they don't remember you from high school at all, and it's not because they thought they don't remember, you know. Uh, not quote unquote not cool people is because they have this amnesia thing that we're talking about. Would you forgive them, and would you forget about what they did? Because this is this is arguably a completely completely different person. And Aurelia, instead of saying um, no, screw that, he put me through hell, or she put me through hell, or whatever, she said, uh, "Forgiveness is earned." So I would not completely like exile them from my life i wouldn't banish them from from my life if they had to be in my life for some reason like uh they i was working with them and i had to work alongside them on a daily basis fine 
but they have to earn my respect back. They have to earn my my uh, my admiration back. They have to earn my forgiveness. And I thought that right. was very forward thinking. And most people, most people, I don't think have the fortitude to be able to look in the eyes of the person that gave them so much crap and remember that that was that was a different person. This is a different person from the one back in high school. Right. And I think most people, uh, and we see it today, right? We see it today. We see things that people are pulling old tweets from like 10, 15 years ago. Oh my God, look what you did 13 years ago. Like, dude, I was a different person. I've grown since then. Nope, you can't grow. How dare you? You can't grow. I'm going to, I'm going to, call you out for the things that you did 13 years ago yes but i was a different person back then nope don't care like people people want to believe that they themselves can grow but don't want to believe other people can grow and it irks me to no end nope that's that's actually something that we were talking about because there's a company in utah called uh i want to say it's banjo um do they sell ukuleles? No, it's <laughs> it's about using algorithms to watch social media and find where, like, shoot a shooting is happening oh, or something wow. like something something along those lines. I okay. don't know the details, but the I now this all could be wrong, so I'm gonna preface this. But I think the. Uh, CEO is a former KKK member and like he was called out for it like semi recently people are like we don't want to use your product you're you're a racist and he's like look I did so-, like he actually came forward and was like look I did some terrible things like I I think he like shot like did a drive by shooting of like a synagogue or something like that again not 100% sure this all could be wrong but um yeah he he's like look i did some terrible things and i'm trying to make amends for it by doing the right thing now and i'm like yeah damn right like don't hold him over the coals for like yeah he's he's you want to talk about people need to change like he's trying don't slow him down (laughs) right um yeah banjo a synthetic intelligence agency that worked with the police used a shadow firm to create an array of Android and iOS apps that regarded innocuous, however, um, had been particularly designed to secretly scrape social media. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I mean, cool that that they're uh, that somebody's doing this. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. No, it's very interesting. And, um, yeah. So I think the, uh, if, if there had to be a life lesson, you know, if we had to package this in a nice little box and ship it off to whomever, uh, people can change, but you just yep. have to, you, you have to give them the room to change. I agree. So over the past couple of weeks, we've heard these rumors that Microsoft is in talks to buy the U.S. assets of TikTok. And as of uh, most recently, over this latest weekend, apparently Twitter is looking to buy those same assets. So right now it's kind of a a, a bidding war, if it even is getting to that part, but it's kind of a bidding war between Microsoft and Twitter to buy TikTok. Discuss. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm going to be perfectly honest. My first reaction is I don't care. Okay. <laughs> no, that is a, that is a completely valid reaction. I, I feel like, I feel like that, you know, like the, there is a, a, a dichotomy between the people that have heard this news. Cause I've brought it up in a number of times in my streams. I've brought it up. And other people's streams that have a large audience to see what the chat room is talking about um, here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lee's Tech Tony and um, Firewall. You can check us out. But um, 
with uh with with this particular topic most people i've come across don't care as long as tiktok continues to be tiktok and and uh people that actually use it will continue to use it the same way they've been using it they don't care and for people like you and i who don't use it whatsoever it's we don't necessarily see the immediate negative or positive uh, ramifications of an acquisition of this caliber. Mm. But I just, I, I was wondering from your point of view, I mean, TikTok, arguably one of the fastest growing social media in the world, bar none. I mean, it, it's, it's taken over so many eyes to the point that there are some people that will go to TikTok to watch videos and stay on there way longer than they would stay on like YouTube or like Instagram videos or like Instagram stories and or Snapchat for that matter. Well, I think it makes sense. Like people have short attention spans and that like the whole website is built on, Hey, short attention span. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense why people like love it. Uh, But as for whoever acquires it like i hope they manage it better i've heard like for the creative scene in there they're not very helpful um so hopefully that gets better well but other than that like just kind of like okay well (laughs) good luck (laughs) some of the companies that microsoft have acquired that are very uh public facing one would be okay maybe not public facing but are but are like fairly well-known one would be github github has continued to be a wonderful like code deposit uh, repository for for open source code and for people to collaborate on projects with so a lot of people were concerned about that acquisition seems to have panned out well right i don't know if they're making any money and the other acquisition that microsoft made uh was linkedin and that hasn't really been going anywhere like that like there's been some linkedin hooks into microsoft 365 which is cool especially for like resumes and and things of that nature but again not like any kind of major overhaul which for some people might be good but at the same time doesn't really they they haven't really pushed the envelope to make linkedin the platform any better than it was five years ago Mm. Although I have stopped getting a crap ton of LinkedIn emails, so that's nice. Maybe yeah. that was Microsoft doing that. Um, <laughs> you got to calm down. <laughs> right. But then the other big, okay, maybe not big. But the other acquisition that comes to mind was Beam. We bought Beam, or rather Microsoft bought Beam. And then it turned into Mixer. Then that happened. <laughs> and then it shut down. Then it, then, then it, then it shut down, yeah. So th- there, there's a little bit of concern that, um, I'm, okay, I'm you know kind of elephant in the room. Nokia or Nokia, sorry, Nokia. They bought Nokia for how much? Sixteen billion or six billion? It was something billion. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot very of money. many billion, more than I can count if I were to actually count from one to that number. Um, and they had to write it off. Now, arguably, maybe that particular uh, asset wasn't a good asset to buy. Um, and if, 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 if we were to correlate how successful Nokia was at the time versus how successful TikTok is right now, one might argue, well, TikTok's a lot more successful because uh, whereas Nokia, you're trying to sell a phone with a particular operating system. TikTok... Right is on every operating on system. Yeah, you just get on it. And it's it's more about creativity and, and it's more about what social media is about. Um, and it reaches far and wide a lot more people. Um, but I just, just something that comes to my mind is the fact that I don't know how well Microsoft can manage, if they're going to manage anything when it comes, to, if they were to actually buy TikTok. Like they might make it completely autonomous, but then is the point of buying them only to have them to be a U.S. asset? 
Is that the only reason? Then at that point, they're doing the bidding of the govern the U.S. government. Which I don't know if you heard the the Donald Trump said if you buy it uh, to Microsoft, if you buy it, then you need to give a certain amount to the U.S. Treasury. Oh, did you hear what, about that? What? No, I mean yeah. taxes. Are, he's not talking taxes. He's not is talking he? taxes. No. Oh, what more could you ask for? Uh, what, like it was kind of like a quote unquote finder. Like I, I, I'm going to call it a finder's fee. That's not the legal term, obviously. But but the way that he poised it was this is kind of like a finder's fee because we the U.S. government are in a way helping facilitate the uh, communique between ByteDance, the, the the parent company of TikTok, and Microsoft. Mm, don't love that. I don't love it either. No, I, I no, that's weird. Not it, yeah, it is very weird. It's like oh. You you haven't paid. Uh, it would it, be awful, terrible if uh, something happened to the acquisition that you wanted to uh, that you wanted to go through. <laughs> like, oh, what is this like mob mentality kind of crap? No, that's that's super weird. That's a thumbs down from this guy. Yeah, um, but then the other company that uh, was announced in the news of, of late that was looking into buying TikTok was Twitter. And this would be weird because the uh, what, what what what's it called? The evaluation of how much a company is worth. TikTok is worth more than Twitter, <laughs> so it, well, you're being mismanaged, though. Like, right? Yeah, but it's, then, it's a really weird scenario. I'll, I'll give very, you that, but like, yeah, no, it, it's a very weird scenario. It's just. Sometimes stuff like that happens, you know. <laughs> sure, but then, like, if Twi- if if somehow ByteDance and Twitter say, "Okay, we will let you buy the U.S. assets or whatever assets," they're not, you know, whatever assets that you want to buy, we're gonna let you buy it. Um, and Twitter's like, "Yay, we're gonna buy it for twenty billion," because that's kind of the number that's been circling the drain between twenty to fifty billion dollars. Uh, Twitter will be like, awesome. Hey, who can we borrow the money from? Uh, let's get a grant from the the U.S. government. Like, uh, this this is bad. This is a very yeah. bad idea. I think you should uh, reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe, maybe I I, I don't know because I've I've only seen this happen in you know I've I've only seen this happen in uh uh with that Shark Tank where two sharks. Um, will invest together. Maybe Microsoft and Tik- uh, Microsoft and Twitter can join forces and buy TikTok together. Is that a thing? Oh, like, can, can they, in, in, like, an <laughs> actual business thing? Could they do that? Do you think? I don't know. I, I... <laughs> you want to talk about weird scenarios? <laughs> so they're going to partner together. And they're going to invest together. But they're not going to merge together. Oh, what if we bought TikTok and then we worked? Uh, if if Microsoft were to, to buy TikTok in partnership with Twitter, and then down the line, Microsoft acquired Twitter, so they would have Twitter and TikTok. Oh my! Ah, right. Weird. That is weird. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know how to process that. <laughs> So you mentioned earlier that you're up at Snowbird. Yeah, yearly yearly trip up to Snowbird. Um, I thought it was later <sighs> in the year that you do this this trip. It is it is later in the year. Congratulations. No, I mean <laughs> like <it's> August. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jackass. But I mean like later, like closer to October, November, maybe. Mm. No, no, no. It's always like second week of August usually. Okay. All right. So they go by they go by like weeks in the year. It's I thought I don't know, it's like the 32nd week or something like that that we come up and yeah, it's always like the second week of August. What are you doing up there? Um right now just uh just hanging out. You know, like with with everything going on with COVID and everything, um, we're not too worried about you know doing any of the the major activities that we'd regularly do. Okay. So, like honestly, 
one of the things that I've been looking forward to the most has been being able to have a giant window here with the great outdoors and the mountains and stuff right there and being able to play games like just chill and have the windows open and enjoy the fresh air. Um, I mean, we're going to probably go hiking and do all that kind of stuff, yeah. but for now, this is nice. Okay. So it's your annual trip. I've, I've, I've been hearing about this for the past few years, kind of jealous that your family has something like this. My family, my family does not. Um, but I believe like Aurelia's family does every so often. So I'm excited to be a part of that. So I'll be on the well, same. Uh, yeah, I'll be on the same level as you. I like that you're sporting your snowbird shirt since 1919. <laughs> nice. Uh, 1979. <laughs> oh, I was surprised. I didn't know Vans was that old. Okay, so that, that is 1979. For those watching the video, not 1919. It does not predate World War II and had nothing to do with World War One. You know, nothing to do with that at all. Nope, not but, at all. But I, you, 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 you said that you, you guys feel fairly confident. Uh, you know, even even with the even with COVID and everything, that you guys are fairly confident with the people that are around you. What about what about other people? Like, what what is the mandate at a place like Snowbird with masks and social distancing, things of that nature? Um, they, they're requiring masks in all like social areas, uh, limiting like pool usage. I don't know the full lowdown on that. Um, yeah. And then like a lot of it's outdoorsy stuff like hiking and stuff. So, you know, you're usually distanced anyway when you're hiking. Sure. Um, shouldn't be an issue there. Uh, you know, they do usually have like activities that you can go do. And I'm, I'm not sure what their current status is. Uh, I'm not too concerned about them, honestly. Like if I miss out going on the, uh, mountain coaster, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. Like, yeah, the mountain coaster is fun, but also staying safe is fun. And also a lot of people are immune because there was a little bit of an outbreak in, uh, the family and yeah, don't have to. So a lot of people are, you know, immune and, um, well, well, between we, ourselves, like we don't, we, we don't have to really worry about that. I, I, I want to be very careful about how we say that though. Uh, because there's, this is such a new thing. There's no definitive, uh, like answer if there is complete immunity. Right now. Well, right, 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 right. No, no, we're still being careful. Like, especially for people like elderly, we're not going to be messing around and like, we're still going to wear masks and stuff. Um, right. But we like there, when it comes to like my in-laws, like, I'm pretty sure I, we, we got it at the same time from the same source. So we should be at least immune for a couple months from each other. And yes, I fully know that we can still be carriers and like that. That's not the conversation, but like we can be around each other is what I'm saying. Now the, the folks that did come in contact with COVID, are they with you now? And how, how are they? Some of them, some of them, some of them and, and everyone's uh, fully recovered. Everyone's doing good. And, Feeling better and <laughs> well, we're, we're, not we're, sick. We're, we're kind of bearing the lead here. Um, you got tested and you came out positive. I got COVID. I, yeah, I should not say it that excited, but let's tone it down a little bit. Yeah, I, I did come back positive and for the last two weeks roughly nah somewhere around there 10 days um i have been home alone and uh watching the cat and dealing with covid now, as soon as i found out i was positive uh sent the wife away she stayed at a friend's place and okay. i've been i've been home alone so, for so you were completely quarantined like even maddie didn't like come like like sleep in the other room like she just went over to our, our mutual friend's house and you were literally home alone. Yep. 
Okay. Yep. I had ten days of being a bachelor. <laughs> um, it's it's a little disconcerting that you 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 uh you sound like so happy about that, but well, that's a different topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, how did this happen exactly? Like, do you know? Uh, we went on a family trip a few weeks ago uh, with again just family, and we're pretty sure. Someone had it that came, um, and we're pretty sure who that is. Uh, but it, yeah, it's, it's very unfortunate. But is this yeah, the trip, the beach trip, where the guy came and had? No, 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 no that wasn't. That was in July. Okay, no, no. I, I, I figured it was. Uh, it was a different one. But I just for people that may be following along and don't have a concept of time, like me, uh, just make sure like those are two separate events. They're not. In this instance, they're not related. Right. No, no, no. I, I got tested um, in July, came back negative. That issue was resolved quite quickly, whereas this right. one, um, I, th- I honestly thought it was really funny. I, I just, <laughs> I was talking to our mutual manager and like uh, the day before, like when I got tested, I was like, hey, I got tested. I'll let you know. He's like, cool. You know, keep me updated. And then the the morning I got my test results, I just said to him, I was like, well, crap. And just with a screenshot. (laughs) And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) Well, this just happened. Uh, Yeah. What do I do uh, from here? This is a concern. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm, I, I take it you're better. Like you're. Oh, yeah. No, I'm feeling great. Uh, Seems to have passed with no, like, severe symptoms. I'll tell you, the worst part, though, was the tired. Like, the the amount of, like, fatigue that you got was unbearable. Like, I would get up after sleeping for eight hours. Like, I would get up, feed the cat, lay back down on the couch, turn on the office, and fall back asleep for another four, five hours. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, it, it, it was a substantial, like I, people, you know, think maybe, oh, you got to spend the week, you know, playing games and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I probably played games during like nighttime, but like that's because I got up at 8 PM and made dinner and played a couple games and then went back to bed after sleeping for like 14 hours. I was going to say, like your sleep schedule must have been completely off its rockers. Gosh, I had to, so honestly, yesterday I, there was a lot of stuff going on and, um, I had a rough night's sleep and I said, you know what? I'm going to use this to reset my sleep schedule. Hmm. Uh, because like I'm not, I, I can't sleep. I've got, you know, too much on my mind. So, um, like I powered through and just stayed awake the entire day, uh, and let reset my schedules. Cause like I was, I was like a cat. I was like <laughs> before that during during everything like I was like awake at 5 a.m. like no, I'm wide awake and I'll probably go to bed in like 2 hours when it's 7 a.m. and then I'll sleep for a while and wake up at 9 and get dinner and then sleep again and then wake up at 2. Like it my schedule was just gone. And so I I think I've reset it, but we'll see, we'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. Well, the one thing that was really interesting to me was when you first let me know that this was a possibility of this happening, your outlook was somewhat positive. Like most people, when they hear they have COVID, they f- I feel like they see it as a, well, as a death sentence. But for you, you were like, hey, like... If I have COVID, I will do the things I need to do to protect my family, like you did. You know, Maddie didn't live with you at all for the last two weeks. Um, you know, all that stuff. But you know, in in addition to your sleepiness, little you know, uh, dizziness here and there. I know you said at one point that uh, it, it was tough for you to breathe um, easily, but obviously you're you're alive and well now. But right. over, overall, your, your your outlook was very positive, and and we're still seeing the the COVID death toll like rising, like in in many states. So, I 
I think it's very clear. Neither one of us are doctors, but do right. you, is is that and with your understanding of how COVID works, is that due to a poor immune system or something else? Like, did you no, take let me, anything? Let me, let me phrase this. Let me phrase this a different way. The reason why I try to maintain that, like, you know, pos- I, I want to maintain a positive outlook is plain and simple. I want to maintain like, Hey, here, here's the, here's how this is going to be. Okay. Like, Hey, uh, I have a sickness that is going around that is pretty deadly and doing some nasty things to people. Um, but you know what? Uh, free vacation. I get to stay home and, and rest and, and watch the office and play games at my leisure and eat, uh, like I don't have to eat out or anything or pack a lunch. I get to eat at home. Um, like just trying to, just trying to find the positive and like trying to, trying to spin it in my head so I can stay positive. Like, Sure. Honestly, that's that's what it is. Is just like saying to myself, like, you know what? Here's here's why this doesn't suck. <laughs> so, in your mind, were you? I don't know. Were were you concerned? Concerned at all? Like, were you? Uh, were you? The using only time the, I the- got concerned is when I was there was a couple days where I was uh, like hacking up a lung at night. Oh, um, and. That's that's the one time I was like, this is a bad sign. Um, yeah. And like I could hear myself breathing like there was like a raspiness to it. And I was like, I don't love this. Um, and so for a couple of days, I'm like just monitoring it very closely. Just, you know, making sure like, OK, is this worsening? Is it just maintaining? Luckily, it maintained for a couple of days and then went away. Um, but that's the only time I really like got concerned. Other than that, it was just monitoring symptoms and, um, I'd much rather have the, the, uh, a cold than that, that, you know, people say it's akin to a cold, but it's, it's one of the worst colds I've ever had. Or the, you mean the flu? <laughs> yeah. Or the flu, which, whichever. Yeah. But yeah, it, nonetheless, I'd rather have the real deal than covid because that was the worst one i've ever had for sure i think uh it suffice to say i'm we're all very happy that you're much better um there was a there was a a moment when you know for a couple of days when you told me i was like i i don't know how to feel you know i went through a roller coaster of emotions because I was I, like you. I'm like, you know what? He's going to kick it. It's fine. He's, he's, he's going to not, not kick the bucket, but he's going to kick the, he's going to kick the COVID. He's going to kick the COVID and it's going to leave his body or it's going to dissipate, whatever the term is. And he's going to be fine. And then I took a breath. But what if he's not? And that's the worst. That's one of the worst feelings oh, yeah. where it's like, you're helpless now, I can't imagine how your wife felt, but at least for me, someone that's thousands of miles away from you, I can't do anything. And even if I could do something, I couldn't do anything, right? It's not like, right. oh, here, here's some chicken soup. No, that's not going to help. Like, you know, and, and like I was at a loss and I, uh, I found myself having to distract myself from thinking about it too hard. And oh, wow. for people that have had someone pass away due to this virus i sympathize with you i i empathize with you and it and i and i you know wish you well and and my condolences to you and your family um you know because if something did actually happen to you i uh i would i would be torn and so i'm, I'm very happy that uh, and I honestly, uh, it might sound a little cringy, but I really do think that the positive outlook that you imposed on it really did help. You know, you were you were fighting it and you were, uh, you know, literally saying to yourself, I'm going to live another day and I'm going to fight another raid. I mean, that this is <laughs> this is what I'm doing and uh, I'm, I'm going to get through it. And I wish it was that easy for everybody else. Obviously, it's not because you know, immune systems and other other aspects of their lives might make it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all in all, at least for us, um, I, I can confidently say that uh, I'm happy to have a friend who uh, 
who uh, who beat COVID. So I do yeah. I do hope <laughs> I, I I do hope that you are immune to this and any other like strain. And, and that's the that's the concern though, right? Like co- that one of the concerns is COVID can mutate like the flu does every year right. and you'll get it again and you'll have to do this right. all over again. No, they they the last report that I had heard about, let's put it that way, um, is the immunity lasts around six months. Again, this is not like anything confirmed or anything. I'm not a doctor. It's but, not a, in uh, a, It's not in a medical journal or anything. Um, I th- yeah, I'm not sure where the information came from, but last I heard, it was about six months of immunity from at least the strain that you uh got okay so i should be good for a little bit okay. for the strain that's in utah but we'll see <laughs> it definitely yeah. as far as i understand it's not the strain that um was it, it or is currently wreaking havoc in new york um we we have some lesser version which you know can kick your butt but isn't doing the damage that it's doing over there well new york got a ton better they went from like being one of the worst cities to have the outbreak to one of the best if not the best city to contain the outbreak their numbers relative to how it was back in march are so much lower and it's it's still quite surprising because I do have friends in New York and they they would tell me there's still about 30% of people that won't, won't wear a mask. They won't social distance. And if you've ever been to New York or, you know, Manhattan, there's, there's really no place to social distance if you're walking, you know, like <laughs> you'd have to find it through alleyways and backways and, and, and the sewer system to be able to get away from people. It's, it's a very crowded city. <laughs> And so, and and so it's still surprising. It is very surprising that they've been able to contain it, but you know, now that we're back into the time in which people are supposed to get back to school, some schools are, are reconvening. Some schools are not. Um, I know my, my son, my daughter, my, my, uh, Aurelia's son, Nicholas, uh, they're all doing uh, distance learning, which, in my opinion, I think is a good decision for right now. It's not the What's optimum. What's distance learning? Distance learning is basically like learning from home. So, the, so it's just it's just school from like school online. Yeah, but the nice thing is, so like they did that. They called it distance learning back in uh, back in March, right? And what they would do is they would essentially send out all the homework for the kids on the Monday. And a note saying, do it. And most kids would just get it out of the way right from the get-go. And it was a lot of busy work. It was a ton of busy work. It was like, fill out this form. Like, oh, well, that's easy. Like, what do you think about this passage? Tell us in three sentences. Three sentences. Are you kidding me? Like, how, how are you supposed to come up with any kind of creative thought about a historical <laughs> document in three sentences. God, I, I, it, it blew my mind. But now... <laughs> it I, was cool. It was cool. Yes. yes. I loved it. If you're in Abraham s- has a great beard. If you're in sixth grade, <laughs> that's your answer, right? Because you want to get it over and done with so you can get back to doing the other things that you want to do while right. you're at home. I fault no middle schooler or even a high schooler for having that mentality because you're being pressed into it and you know you're getting busy work done. So when when uh, the concept of uh, distance learning was uh, going to be reintroduced for this year, uh, a lot of us were like, well, I, we don't want that. We don't want that. So uh, Aurelia and I both looked into homeschooling and what that would entail, and apparently it entails quite a bit. Um, oh, <laughs> well, because like we would have to create the curriculum or we can pay another company to create the curriculum but not all companies are accredited so it's all that kind of balancing act and everything um but at least for nicholas's school what they are doing is essentially block schedules so it's not a full school day uh it starts around 8 8 30 or 9 o'clock in the morning till one so it's not a full day 
and they're in okay. they're basically in Zoom meetings and they have to keep the webcam on, but it's a much more structured kind of interaction between you and the other students and the other teachers. Um, Interesting. So I'm much more of a fan of that versus what it was before, which was very much like, you know, when you do online schooling, which is, hey, you do this. You're all on your own. You figure it out. And if you have questions, I have I have office hours, but they're not optional. And I and I I hated that. And as someone who went um, to a very robust uh middle school and high school in terms of its educational focus uh i i really felt like the school system was failing the kids just mm-hmm. said you know like the the last half of whatever grade that they had last year doesn't count it doesn't count it really doesn't count and not to say that they don't deserve to to graduate but in terms of their educational uh you know uh intake it doesn't matter and Oof. and and it sucks so now now that the teachers kind of have how they they have had a a not a warning but they, they, they they've had enough time to figure out how to properly structure at a distance learning i'm i'm very happy to hear that mo- more and more schools are are doing something like that versus something like we did back in back in march right no, uh, the thing I thought was interesting was, did you see, it was, it was in the news. It was, uh, Georgia. this kid that, that tweeted a photo Georgia. of inside the school. And it's like, just, it's just, it looks like a regular packed high school and yep. they suspended him for posting the photo. And it's like, what? <laughs> okay. So, so, so I actually, I actually have an update on that. So, uh, okay. there were, uh, it's a high school in Georgia, and masks were not mandatory. Um, but the rest of your dress code is. So. <laughs> but masks are not mandatory. And yeah, there was no way to social distance because if you saw the photo, I'll put the photo up right here. Um, but yeah, it, that's the photo. Uh, there was no place for any kid to safely traverse the hallways. And this uh, young girl... Um, uh, and a few others posted things of this being concerned. They posted it online, and yes, they were suspended. Because of the media outcry of that and the fact that CNN took the extra step and actually interviewed the girl as to why she posted this, um, the school district rescinded the suspension. So they're not suspended anymore. Um, That's good. But there was also the superintendent, uh, before they rescinded the suspension, the superintendent did say, hey, if you don't come to school because you're worried uh, about COVID and this and that and the other, and you didn't sign up for di- uh, um, distance learning, you can be uh, suspended or expelled for not coming to school. Uh, B, if you post anything like this, you can be suspended. Um, but... But but the school itself got nine cases, at least nine cases. So as of Monday, they completely closed down the school. So Monday and today, uh, they are 100% distance learning, and they're trying to figure out if they should reopen the school or not. And like I said, they rescinded, the, uh, they rescinded any and all, um, uh, what's it called, uh, suspensions and expulsions. But it was like a police state when I heard that. It was like... Like the suppression that that is a, a a direct suppression of media, you know, free speech. That is terrible. And like, what kind of what kind of example is the school district setting for for their students? It's terrible. But at least they they woke up and they realized, oh, we can't. This is going to look bad. I mean, it already looks bad. We can't we can't uh, suspend these kids. We can't tell them not to post because um. And we can't look bad because, you know, it's just bad optics. So we'll try and look good. I don't feel like they apologized at all for like uh, bad judgment calls. You know, if, if a company or somebody apologizes for a bad judgment call, I may not agree with the apology, but I will say at least at least you tried. 
the school district didn't apologize at all. There's like, okay, we're going to rescind it. Nobody else is going to get in trouble and we're going to do distance learning. What about an apology? We said what we said. <laughs> That's all we're saying. <laughs> you can take it or leave it. Well, yeah, I want I want to leave it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh if that's any indication of how going to school is going to be, then um maybe not go to school. And I I hear you for people that are listening to this like, "No, I need to go to school because I have friends, I I'm or rather my my son or daughter, they do not function well without their friends. They have been going bat crap crazy without their friends right by their side doing it over, you know, Discord or Xbox whatever. It's not the same. I hear you. But would you rather have a son or son or daughter who are completely happy? and possibly infected or would you rather try to adapt to the situation that we find ourselves in right now try and get more creative to figure out how to make them happy even at a distance you know there's got to be something and maybe we cannot have our cake and eat it maybe we can't but for the greater good for me for you I am not going to send my kids to school because because I because of the fear of what they could be bringing back to us and what then I could bring to my dad, you know? Right, the ripple effects. Right, exactly. And that's the thing like there there's such a there, there is a, there 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 is a case of the ripple effect being a real thing and People are like, oh, it's not going to affect me. I Screw you then. What about your grandma? What about your mom? Or what about the nice little old lady that hands you the, the, the mail when, when you forget to pick it up in, in the morning? What about them? I mean, I know you don't, you, 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 you don't have kids, obviously, unless uh, you and Maddie are keeping a secret in your basement. But Nope. Uh, <laughs> it's I mean, a hard it, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, you you were appalled about the the suspension about the well, with the kid in Georgia, but I mean, what what are your like initial thoughts of staying home and not getting the exact same education that they would get if they were in school? Do you think that they should have some sort of like safe safe hybrid kind of schooling where they go like every other day and it's like half the student body or like what what, what comes to mind for you? Oh, really, I really don't know. I'm not educated on this subject at all. I mean, the idea of like a hybrid is kind of interesting. Um, I, I know like some schools in Utah are doing that where they're sending people to school on like the, uh, like a week, a five week rotation or something like that or three week rotation. So that way you're two weeks home, one week in school. Uh, which is the quarantine period. So basically you get quarantined for two weeks and then back in school and then quarantine for two weeks and doing that. Um, that's kind of interesting. Uh, but again, it's, it's hard with like the masks and stuff and asking how many people can fit into a classroom. And, and yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's like, honestly, no, 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 seriously, that's actually a good point. Um, I never, considered like there's a lot of overcrowded classrooms so even if you did cut the classroom itself in half um would you have a full class versus an overflowing class a full class is still not six feet like you would still like i in my mind the best thing that you would do is stagger the desks right you would have right Quentin sits in the front, no one sits behind you, and then I sit in the third desk, no one sits behind me. Next to me, there's nobody, but there is somebody to the left of me, and but not to the left of you. Like, it's, like, it almost, we're, we're taking away, like, in, in this mental hypothetical, we're taking away a fair few amount of desks to make this work. Um, so, it's not, logistically speaking, it, it's not favorable. The only mm-hmm. way that you could possibly do it easily would be in a large room, a.k.a. the cafeteria or the gymnasium, the theater. And that's only three rooms. I'm like, maybe your music room, you know, like the band room or something might work. 
because there's enough space, depending on your facilities and things of that nature. Maybe doing doing it outside that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Um, right. We're obviously not it's a gonna, lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. <laughs> we're we're obviously not going to come up with any kind of uh, solution here, but uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments. Let us know uh, either in the comment section down below here on the YouTube's. Obviously, we just need to invent the Matrix style, like injecting the information into your brain. Well, first be done with it. Well, first, we have to come up with the information to inject. So, again, see, we can't figure (laughs) it. We can't figure it out right now. We'll work on it. We'll we'll work on it. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, If you'd like to watch live, we're on Twitch. Um, Right now, it's twitch.tv slash LazyTechTony. But in the future, hopefully in the near future, we will have a still recording Twitch account for you to watch. Uh, In the meantime, Quentin, where can people find you in the digital uh, intersphere? On Instagram, Twitch, and Xbox at Firewall. You can find me at those places under LazyTechTony. Uh, We should uh, have another episode going off in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for watching live. Thank you so much for listening and finding us on uh, YouTube as well. And if you want to communicate to both of us, we are on Instagram under Still Recording Podcast. You guys take care of yourselves. Be good to yourself and each other. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hi.